Bears downfield. It's caught and into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa! Touchdown, Iowa! Blade fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. All right, welcome in everybody to episode five of the mix. We've got NFL preview, NCAA preview. We're adding in this week. We're not going to talk much NCAA tonight as we still got a bunch of shit games on the slate. And we've got Lance Patton back in the studio again tonight. Decided to bring him back on. Had a lot of fun with him last week. Figured why not? We talk some games before we bet them. Do the triangle sharps on Thursday night which we've been getting at a little bit the past few nights, heavy front half of the week. It is what it is. We'll start talking about Miami-Louisville, the only, about the only good game on the card tonight. Again, Lance, welcome on in. Again, Lance P. Sports on Twitter, if you feel free to, you know, shameless pugs as we, as we talk about. And also on AverageDJang.com. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, you can, you can read if you want. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be taking the picks if I were you guys. Uh, after well, my, we, can, uh, we can talk about my picks again last week. I mean, giving out a bunch of losers. Hate doing it, but... Yeah. Um, I hope you guys faded me. <laughs> I don't think anybody did good, to be honest. I haven't heard of very many people that went all that positive after the entire week. It was tough. It was a tough week. It. I think I went five and like 24 or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It was really, really, really bad. It was not a good week. I don't know. We'll bounce back. It is what it is. All right. So as we're as we're recording here tonight, we've got fourth quarter of Boston Miami one possession game going on. We've also got some fights, so we may be commenting on that here from time to time. Nonetheless, we'll get into Miami Louisville. What do we know about these two teams from last week and Miami Derrick King? Well, good. Nobody's ever been more right about a person than me about Derrick King. I mean, let him win the Heisman. I mean, he didn't look great throwing the ball. I think Miami's going to really struggle from the weapon standpoint. But, God damn, that running back looked good. Uh, Cameron Harris, I think his name was. They can just run the shit out of the ball. I think Dear King said that in, in the post-game yeah. interview. Yeah, they had 337 yards rushing week one. That's a lot of yards. I mean, that's preposterous. I think Louisville, Louisville, from what I've read, they're trying to, they're trying to step up their defense this year and prove that last year wasn't a fluke. I think that this is the absolute staple of a game for them, other than their big, you know, ACC games. But I don't know. I think this is one of like maybe four games that this is definitely circled on their on their schedule. I mean, it has to be now. It's a it's the ranked matchup, I guess, with the weird rankings that they have. Miami and Louisville both ranked, so I mean, it's the only top twenty five game of two teams that are top twenty five. I think for the first three weeks, three weeks actually. I think so. I'm not exactly That's sure preposterous. That, but we could have yeah. had BYU Army this week. That would have been great. Yeah, I could have had Virginia, Virginia Tech too, but, you know. Jimmy Butler, what a shot. We'll just we'll just interrupt and say right now. I didn't, I didn't expect I something like that, that to happen. I mean, he went berserk. I didn't even see it. Heat to win the East, though. Yeah. I don't know. I talked about the Heat a lot last week. I said I'd take him in game one. I don't know if I want to. Moving on the rest of the series, whatever. We'll keep uh, with Miami Louisville here. And yeah, I think I think all the highlights I saw from Louisville last week, they absolutely slung the ball. I don't know exactly if they're going to be able to pick apart the Miami secondary like like they did last week against Western Kentucky, but 
I don't know. They look good. They look good passing the ball. It's just so hard to judge, like, because all these teams just played absolute nobody. So it's like, is Miami's defense going to be that good against Louisville, who has looked really good on offense? Even Western Kentucky's defense was good last year. Yeah. And Louisville just picked them apart, but. Yeah, and I think the the score didn't necessarily reflect the game as much. Louisville, by the looks of it, just got out in the head, and then they, I don't know, yeah, no, it looked like Western Kentucky got a few garbage time. I think Western touchdowns. Kentucky scored, like, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, maybe yeah. one or two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, like, when the game was going. I don't think it was that close, but. Anyway, we're going to keep that NCAA slate kind of short and sweet this, this week. We're not going to get into a whole lot of it just because there's there's literally no games to talk about. And I want to mention Clemson versus the Citadel. Why? Like, why? Like, even even when they're playing less games or whatever they're doing this year in the ACC, I'm not even exactly sure what Clemson's doing, but, like, why are you playing the Citadel? Like, why is that on your schedule? Why does that even cross your mind? Like, yeah, we're the... It doesn't make any fucking sense. We're talking about Clemson, a team that they just beat Wake Forest, an in-conference team by 34. And now we're scheduling the Citadel. They have seven... They have... Well, I mean, all their games are free wins in the ACC, but, like, they literally have seven teams on their schedule that they are not going to lose to, like, ever, under any circumstance. It doesn't matter what happens. They're not going to lose those games. Yeah. If about two games that they could realistically lose in the ACC play alone, and then you add in the Citadel, I mean, what is even the point? I don't understand. I don't know. This happened a few years back where Alabama and Clemson were having a bout for who was going to get the number one seed in the playoff, and we got... I don't. I forget who Alabama scheduled, but I know they scheduled two of the similar teams in the same week, and they had Citadel like week ten. Citadel like, are we serious? Like week ten? Like, what does that do for anybody? I think two years ago the Citadel played at Alabama too. Like they just the Citadel. I mean, respect respect to them for going on the road to Alabama. I don't know where. I, I wish I could. I, I know where the Citadel's from. I want to say it's South Carolina or something. But oh, this is in. Jimmy Butler, we've got going. We're going to overtime. Wow. Going to overtime in Eastern Finals game one. Wow. Absolute launch. All right. Nonetheless, so we're moving on to Duke, BC. I just kind of wanted uh, to mention a few things about. I like the looks of Duke. I like Chase Bryce a lot. I think they look I really like the, good. I think they look good against Notre Dame on the road. Especially in the first half. They kind of got worn down, but. Yeah. It's also. Notre I thought Dame. they moved the ball fine. It's also Notre Dame. Like, Notre yeah. Dame's going to be a top five, top ten team this year. Like, yeah, and I mean, this is a Notre Dame team we were talking about, you know, going to compete with, with Clemson. We think, you know, having a plus 400 win the conference. But I think, I think one, Notre Dame, they didn't look great, but I don't think that they should panic at all. No, I think that it's just so weird to think that, like, they didn't, none of these teams, like, had real off seasons. No, they, you shouldn't be concerned by not, impressing to the expectations that you normally would see week ones and week twos of college football. Yeah. And you know especially I mean? that's, that also plays into why I think Duke is just going to roll Boston college because Boston college, new quarterback, new head coach yeah. defense was awful last year. They lost like their, yeah, I like tackler, Duke a lot. I think I just think Chase Bryce is going to eat that up. I mean, yeah, I agree. I think they moved the ball well against actually, I would say I mean, more than above average uh, Notre Dame defense. Yeah, I mean, you can't if you're Duke, you have no, you have no qualms with how that game went for you. I think mm. you kept it close at half. They kind of pulled away towards yeah. the end. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right, App State Marshall. Last game we're going to talk about here. 
App State needs, needed a little bit of a, a rebound after last week. They didn't look. Yeah, again, opened up. I mean, they opened up slow. What are you uh, going to do? App State minus 17. You hate to see it. Yeah. They opened up slow. Um, I think they'll be fine again. They are, I believe, breaking in a new quarterback, too. So they'll figure out all the kinks. App State's going to be fine this year, though. They still scored 35 points. They Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that they were that. I mean, they were two points off covering when you want to think about it. They gave up a kick return. You got a, that, yeah. No, I, oh, I was a rate watching that. I rate. I don't know if you're down here in the living room watching that by then. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, they just kind of, I mean, they got the job done. They won the game. That's really all you can ask for. Yep. What do you, I mean, so App State's rolling here. I think so. Get yeah. back on the, get, get back on the saddle, if you will. Marshall did look really good week one, but I mean, I just think App State is. They'll figure it out. I'm huge on App State this year again. We'll get it on the saddle. I'll figure it out. All right. Into the NFL slate. We recapped the NFL a little bit already on Monday morning. And we've got the Bengals and the Browns. Thursday night football. Joe Burrow, I think he looked a little 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 tentative in the pocket. What do you think? How do you look? I think he was fine. I it's so hard to to judge because he just I feel like he Burrow does things that, like, never work for any quarterback. Like, in college, he would just do things, and it's just like, how in the world did that work? Yeah, I saw that kind of him trying to get out of the pocket a little bit a few times. He just threw, like, a few shovel passes or, like, like s- sidearm, like, weird I think ill-advised what, throws. Yeah, I think what I noticed from Joe Burrow was a little of that same stuff. He was tentative in the pocket, but when he did have time, I, I, I was seeing those accurate throws that we're used to yeah. seeing. I think once he, he, I think I still have faith in Joe Burrow. I think with, with time and him getting more comfortable, I, d- I don't think it's going to be hard for him to make adjustments, especially on that final drive. He looked great at me. He let him right down the field. And, yeah. <laughs> until that kicker uh, hurt his calf or whatever his, uh, well, that news injury was whenever uh, he missed a 27 yard or just sent it to overtime. Yeah. And AJ green extending the arm PI. I mean, that was a touchdown to win the game. Yeah. It just, I think. I mean, AJ Green looked great, by the way. Oh yeah, You're, you know, I don't give a fuck about AJ Green. Yeah, again, I'm I've stood on a million hills so far within, and we're only two weeks in, and yeah, I'm gonna be wrong, but yeah, no, but it. I mean, he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. Well, he got more targets than I mean, he had like nine targets, some something like that, and to speak to Tyler Boyd a little bit, I which I thought he was gonna have major major upside. I'm in. I'm. I'm concerned. He didn't have a target until the second half. He had five targets to end the game, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the chemistry thing. I think also AJ Green looking as good as he did that concerns me. Yeah, that's because I thought AJ Green was just going to be a guy that was just going to kind of be there. He was just going to exist, gonna be, but he wasn't going to do anything. He looked like the but I mean he looked good six years ago or when I was. Like, I mean, and he, AJ Green. I mean, he dropped like a forty-yard touchdown pass that Joe overthrew him. I did not see that. That I mean, wide open in the end zone. Joe Burrow overthrew him. Burrow graded his NFL debut a D. All right, man, come on now. You don't gotta, I mean, you don't got to have it all. I mean, yeah. It was a give yourself. So out of the Browns, what do we see out of the Browns here? I. I don't know. Their rushing attack looked really good. I think in the first half, half, yeah, yeah, exactly. In the first half, I don't think that their offense looked that bad. I think they were starting to piece drives together and they'd stall. I actually, I put out a tweet when I was watching that game, and I, the Browns like move, were moving the ball. They they had a 
they had a long drive and kind of stalled out at the end. He kicked a field goal, and then they had a uh, um, they were driving again. They're on like the fifty, and I tweet out like it's the Ravens. So like you got to like think about this, but that that offense looks actually pretty good. Then they proceeded to have two penalties, a sack, and had a third in 34. Yeah, and they were punting from their own 30. And then they never moved the ball again Yep, for basically the entire game. And that's how the Ravens do it. But, yeah, I don't know. I think the Browns just kind of – and they're minus five and a half. I talked about this one actually last week, I think, in the pick and pod, maybe beforehand. I saw that the the Bengals were plus seven and a half when you could bet the week two games, week one. Yeah. And I knew that that would be getting value. I knew it would. I didn't bet it. And now we see the Browns are minus five and a half. It is what it is. I don't know. I don't know where to bet that one. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll get into the picks later this week. But Lions-Packers next up. I mean, I mean Aaron Rodgers might win an MVP. <laughs> I mean, he was unbelievable <laughs> against. The I think Lions. this wide receiver core, and we'll get into talk a, a little bit of fantasy. I think that if you have the opportunity to go get pieces of this offense, Wow. I I don't want to hear that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have weapons ever again. I don't know. I saw somebody talking about that. I don't want to hear that ever again. He has Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard looked Alan? good. Valdez Scantling dropped a long I mean, yeah. pass, but still, I think he still caught a touchdown. A few passes and at that. A few on the sideline I saw as well. But I want to talk about Alan Lazard here a little bit. Proving I think he's going to prove to be an excellent wide receiver, too, this year. Yeah, it is what it is. Just a solid. Well, I mean, one of those guys kind of like... I don't know who to compare him to next necessarily, but like those typical, those prototypical like Tom Brady wide receivers that you see just like develop. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, I don't know, and that's where I see the upside in Lazard. But I think MVS is going to look good too. I don't know. We'll see. Aaron jo- Aaron Jones looked fine too. I don't know. I thought he was going to kind of be a little bit of a bust this year, but he seems to be fine. In it. I mean, they rolled through. I mean, you p- pissed off Aaron Rodgers is tough. Tough to stop, and he is very, very pissed off this year. Yes, yeah. yep. And well, I, I'd just like to point out as well the Lions DBs. I mean, Darius Slay left. I did mention that talking about the Eagles a little bit earlier this year. Jeff Okuda that they drafted a few years ago that he's like at the helm now. He's only like two, three years in. Well, I mean, look what Mitch did to him. Exactly. To talk about Mitch Trubisky. Although we can talk about Mitch's stats too. He looked awfully good. <laughs> He looked awfully good in that. Good for Mitch. Good for Mitch. Bears money line. That was that was the savior this week. That was our our lone light. Our lone light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. Yeah. Good for Mitch. Good for Mitch. All right, Rams Eagles. I think the Rams are sneaky. Sneaky as hell. Well, I mean, they played in a Super Bowl what two years ago. I mean that you can't just disregard that. Like they had a bad down season last year, but. I think that they're they're rushing tack with Malcolm Brown and Malcolm Brown look good. The too. boys, Cam Akers. I don't Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam Akers in that backfield. He was not used at all. Hardly. And I actually like to get in. I don't know if you get into this at all. The snap shares. If you ever get into the looking at snap shares for running backs, I think it's interesting. Very interesting. See what snap shares get week to week. Yeah, they. I mean, if. Malcolm Brown looks that good all year. Then they have Cam Akers as kind of like the second guy or not even the second fiddle, but just another piece. I don't know. I kind of predicted this too with Robert Woods. I I think Robert Woods is going to have a big year. Cooper Cup slight down year, but I mean, they have, there's a lot of weapons on that offense. And if Goff comes back to what he was in 2018 when they made the Super Bowl, like there's no reason. I think the announcers 
pointed this a little bit too. Jerry Goff was getting the ball out of his hands quick. Yeah, yeah and I, I think that's key. Like that. You know what I mean? They were whipping it around for sure. Yeah, and listen, the Eagles, they're ton of injuries. The I mean, the offensive line is terrible, and it's every year that they have injuries. Yeah, their their training staff has to be the worst in football. Like it's every single year, they have key injuries on both sides of the ball. It's like, how is it? It I feel like it happens to the Eagles more than it happens to any other team. Oh, definitely. I I just don't get it. It's just injuries year after year. Doesn't matter what position, really. Running back room seems to always have problems. Gave up eight sacks to the Redskins. Eight sacks. For my sake, I hope Miles Sanders comes back. I need him. I need him in my lineup. Yeah, I, he should <laughs> play, isn't he? I. It's a hamstring. Like they're a playing su- it really that safe. That was like a surprise not playing. Yeah, they're they're me, playing it really safe. We'll that, see. That's fine. I mean, well, you'd like to think you can still beat the Redskins or the sorry the Washington Football Team with. Without Miles Sanders, but <laughs> absolute joke losing him. Yeah, that's had him as my survivor team, and we're losing by ten points. <laughs> just getting like getting dominated up front, really. Yeah, really just line of scrimmage dominated. type stuff. It's it's disciplines type stuff. I love talking about that shit. But I think Aaron Donald is going to go crazy against that Eagles. Well, line. yeah. While we're on this, so Leonard Floyd is a Ram. Like that was news to me. I I don't know how I missed that coming from the Bears see that honestly you didn't i wasn't paying attention i mean they're adding to this i mean yeah and i think that these guys are going to get to carson wentz and everybody in this backfield they're going to have to this is going to be trouble if you think that chase young and the the footballers if you will can get to you yeah aaron donald's a bad man yeah aaron donald is a bad man he was doing disgusting things to that offensive line just like emasculating things to that offensive line yeah and that's a good Cowboys offensive line. Yeah, it hurts. They lost uh, what's his name too. They lost. Uh, I don't know. I want to say it's like tackles. Zach Martin. I don't Zach know. Martin or something. Yeah, their depth definitely got hurt in this offseason, but they're still the Cowboys. I mean, they still have the most expensive offensive line. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All right, Bears Giants. I mean, Mitch. I mean, that was that was written off as a loser. Is this low scoring? What do you think? Yeah, probably. I don't think the Gi- the Giants might not score a touchdown. I mean, the Giants might average like seven points a game. I don't see the Giants scoring a lot this year. They looked. I mean, it's it's tough also because they played Pittsburgh, but now they got to go to Chicago, or Chicago comes to town. Either way, uh, Chicago's coming to town. But either way, that's two of the best defenses in the league back to back. That's a tough start for a young quarterback, and yeah, I think with no weapons. I'm kind of questioning whether Danny Dimes is going to be able to move it. Listen, in the second half, I think he showed a little bit of life. And, yeah, maybe I'm just getting into him. Okay, I I have a Danny Dimes jersey now. (laughs) Maybe I just am obligated to get into him a little bit now. I don't know. I think this is going to be an interesting game. And for some reason, again, we look at a couple years back to the year the Bears had a good season. I want to say 18. Bears had a good season. The The Giants gave him a game at home. Did they? The jo- we lost him. Oh, that's right in the overtime. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think that we're gonna have a game here. I I don't know. How about Saquon, man? Saquon had like what fifteen yards rushing. Yeah. On. Sorry, fifteen attempts for six yards. Excuse me. Yikes. That's that's not very good. That's not what you want to see out of a number two overall pick. <laughs> uh, to be honest. I don't think nobody's going to do it, and I didn't think about it all that much because I was so back half of the draft or whatever. I had the 12th pick. But I think there was a there was a solid argument to be made that Zeke could go at two. 
Yeah, I'd have been fine with that. I think I don't think you can hate that take at all. Like I don't think anybody that wants to talk about that you can hate that take. Mm-hmm. Well, the workload and the volume is just always there, and it's just you definitely know what you're getting from Zeke more than you know with Saquon. And, and let's talk about the situation league. a little bit more too, because the situation of Zeke and this O line that Zeke has is just far above and I beyond mean, the what the Giants have. The line is miserable, miserable. Exactly. I think that. You know, you can't just look into the talent all the time. You got to look into more the situation from time to time, especially even with some, like, wide receivers and stuff, too. I I don't know. That's kind of what I got on that. Yeah. I don't really have a winner of this game yet, but. I don't know. I think the Giants make it a tough game. I think the Bears might pull it out, though. All right, Cowboys-Falcons. Cowboys might have a million. This game might have a million points in it. Yeah, I don't think either of these defenses are going to stop the other, like, <laughs> at all. There might be, I would take the under one and a half punts. <laughs> under one and a half punts. Give me that. I just think the Falcons are just, they're this team that has this, what, what do you want to call it? A. Uh, they just have, like, a weird. They're just inconsistent. I mean, <laughs> some it's like some drives they got it and some they don't. Like, Matt Ryan will just walk him down the field. You're yeah, dotting them up. I and think then, their offense is going to be fine, but oh my God, that, I mean, we, we'll get Calvin Ridley looked really good. We'll get into the Seahawks later, but Russ just ate them up all game long. I mean, that's another MVP. I think the Cowboys are going to control the time of possession here and just kind of dominate this game that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see that. I, the Falcons are also just so hard to judge because, like you said, like sometimes they'll just come out and yeah. just be the. And roll over. And they'll just show that they have 10 offensive or 10 oh, yeah. first round picks on it, offense. It's one or the other. They'll either roll over or they like just show up. Or they just give games. So, yeah. What was, what was Big Cats? So they have 10 first round yeah. picks on their offense? 10 first rounders on the offense. That's Out of insane. 11? Yeah, that's that's absurd. Absolutely absurd. All right. This is what we've all have been waiting for. We've had listeners reach out, we've had people anticipate. The Lance Patton Bucks Week One recap. Let's get into it. They just, I just don't know about Bruce Arians. I really just don't know about Bruce Arians. We obviously had all the things last year when he took a delay a game to back the kicker up because he's better from long range from the center of the field. Whatever that is. Um, he called the timeout when he didn't have any timeouts to prove a point to the officials. And then now we're, I mean, what, what was that kickoff? What are we doing? Like we just, and obviously Brady wasn't great. I mean, I thought he looked fine. I mean, through the first, the first interception was just a miscommunication. Those are going to happen. The second one was just a terrible throw. I mean, that's. That, I mean, I've seen that throw happen a thousand times over there at Kinnick Stadium, and every single time it goes for a pick six. When you throw it behind an out route to the wide side of the field, it's going to get intercepted, and it's going to be a touchdown the other way. Yep. The defense was great, though. That yeah. was That was encouraging. And I think this is where they shine against the Panthers this week, as we've talked about a little bit all week. Yeah, I mean, they allowed, what, 20, like 60 rushing yards? And yeah. I mean, the defense was... The defense is awesome. Like I said, that's... Devin White. My defense. Oh, my Devin God. White. Devin White flies around the football field. It's... <laughs> They he were they were flying early in that game. They really they really were flying around the football field. Michael we held Michael Thomas to his like career low in receptions. Didn't he injure his 
hamstring. Yeah, and he hurt his ankle. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to get into this Bruce Arians talk a little bit more. Excuse me. We have 2.5 seconds left in overtime. We've got Miami up to with 2.5 seconds left. I believe a foul was just called. We've bam secured the rebound. Looks like the the heat are going to take game one, possibly. Anyway, I'd like to get into Bruce Arians a little bit more here. I think that part of this, yes, it's a weird off season, but I think the reputation behind the Bucks and the sloppiness of which the games are played, I think at some point it's going to have to go back towards Bruce Arians and his coaching off. Yeah, it absolutely does. Again, it's like it's like what I like to talk about about Iowa State and whatnot. The just the discipline, like there's none of it. There's, we're jumping offside on fourth and two. We had a bad, a terrible pass interference. We could debate whether it's pass interference, but. I mean, you all these them. quarterbacks are using hard counts this year because there's no fans. It's kind of cheese. It's nobody's used to it. But it's still, weird. it's Vita Vea. He's a. I mean, he's been in the league for three years now. Like yeah. you can't, you can't be doing that, especially against Breeze, a crafty veteran who looked like complete shit. By the way, oh yeah, he looked like he looked awful. They had to throw. They have to throw double pass to throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Yeah, I think the Bucks still win that division. I'm not really too concerned about it. That's a that's the toughest game of the year right there. Off our belt week one in a bad off season. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. They'll figure it out, though. I, really I think they will. I think this is a bounce-back game for him. I think Brady, Brady's not going to stand for that shit, personally. I don't know about calling Bruce Arians calling him out. Uh, I don't oh, know I what that... Oh, you I do? Love it. You do? That's, I, that's a, that, I love that. Okay. you got to hold everybody accountable. That's what... I mean, Belichick doesn't talk to the media, but... True. The rumor has it that he would do that in front of the team, and he would... He would everybody gets held accountable. I... Yeah. I have no problem with that at all. Okay. All right. Uh, I'd just like to mention a little bit about the Jags-Titans here. I don't know. I think this is another time of possession type of thing with the Titans. I don't know if the Jags are, the Jags might look to sling it a little bit. but The Jags, I mean, they beat the Colts, but the Colts the Colts are going to be so bad this year. Phillip Rivers is not. <laughs> Phillip Rivers is not. <laughs> what do we talk about Phillip Rivers when he drives and win games, man? He had another one. I mean, <laughs> it's week one. Stalled out. Just it's every week. All right, Broncos Steelers Steelers minus five here. I think the Steelers D is going to absolutely ball out against this young offense. There might be like five points in that game. Like I don't think the Broncos are ready to be like that contender yet. Like they're kind of like the trendy team this year. Well, at least before they lost Von Miller. I just don't think they're ready. Definitely, their offense looked fine. And Jared Judy was. Like I have Hedrick. hope. Yeah, I love having him on my fantasy team. I think he's drops, got, but. Yeah, I think he's got massive potential just like the rest of this offense. I think it's just going to take time. Again, they're trendy, young offense, and his no fan. His footwork and cutting is crazy, and Noah Fant. Absolutely. Noah Fant looks great. That Although, guy. did you notice uh, um, he got he had five tar- five catches for 70 yards, something to touch on the first half, and didn't get targeted in the second half. Can you think of a time that might have happened uh, back in uh, – like every game. Yeah, like the whole second half of the year. So sick. So sick. I just miss him rowing the boat yeah. in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, the student was... section. Or no, excuse me, that was the other side. But it was. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Ohio State, just yeah, give me no, the no. money to the student section. Yeah, nonetheless. Big Ten football, I can't, can't no, be teasing that too it, much. Don't jinx it. I think it's back. People forget that Sir Yacht 
has been the only one that's been right this entire time. <laughs> I just Say what you name. will. I just love that name. He moves it back, whatever. It's going to be, they're going to announce it tomorrow, the next day, the next day. Look back at it. Have you seen the Nebraska right. hot mic? How this yeah. all kind of started? That's funny as hell to me. That's the most Nebraska thing of all time. <laughs> although, although I'll, I'm not going to roast Nebraska at all this year. Because they've, if they've it wasn't stood on the hill that, Nebraska, yeah. I don't think the Big Ten's playing this year. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, So I'll give it to them. And that hurts, but I'll give it to him. Vikings Colts. I think Vikings run this one. I, I think that I don't the, like the Colts at all this year. I think the Vikings. I think they're going to prove to look a lot better than they did last week. I think their defense is going to come back, look a lot stronger, and I think their offense is going to again time of possession thing. I'm a big time of possession guy. I don't know. I am. I think controlling the game, especially in the NFL, is huge. Yeah. No, it definitely is. Also, when you look at the Vikings, they scored, I mean, garbage time or not, they scored a fuckload of points last week. Yeah. Sorry to drop an F-bomb, but they scored, no, a, they scored a lot of points last week. Yep. And, I don't know, we'll see. I just, I, I'm fade the Colts. I don't think the Colts, the Colts might not win a game. I don't know. I think, and I'll, t- I'll give a quick shout-out to Parker Carney here, the Jonathan Taylor holder in our league. I think it's a little bit of an absolute luck box of a situation in the fact that Marlon Mack ripped open his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah, I that Naheem Hines guy looked good. I don't know. I, I can't believe he was like the... I mean, but Jonathan Taylor got a decent amount of workload too. Again, I ju- I'm jumping into these snap shares a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could bring up a graphic again. This is the thing I'm going to start working on when we got, you know, YouTube and whatnot when that gets there. You know, throwing up graphics and whatnot. I think that'll be fun. That'd be nice for sure. But yeah, Snapshares is something I like to look at, and it it was an interesting one. I think I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a really good year now. I think he would have. It's and it's hard to say this now, right? Because of the situation with Marlon Mack getting hurt, it's hard to say that I think Jonathan Taylor would have had a not as great of a year. You know, obviously, yeah, but I think you know, especially. I mean, with him out, he's going to. I mean, he's either the guy or. Split carries with the guy, so. So, I don't know. I think, yeah, it's, man, it would be nice to have Jonathan Taylor right now. Yeah, no, it definitely would be. All right, last last game I kind of want to point to here, Saints-Raiders. I think the Raiders secondary is going to just get absolutely. I don't know, without Michael Thomas, and I'm telling you, Drew Brees is done. Drew Brees is absolutely done. They might as well put Jamison. I'm being serious. Hey, I think Drew Brees yeah. is washed. Yeah, I don't don't hate it at all. I the Raiders have a weak secondary. That's what I'll tell you about this game. But I, Josh Jacobs. Oh yeah, how many touchdowns he have? Three, three. I don't know. I think that the workload's there. Bad, I know. I think the workload's going to be there all year for Josh Jacobs, though. Oh, it definitely will be. I mean, it's just looked about the damn rock. Yeah. On the damn rock, and I don't know. That's I think that's why I like him so much. I just John Gruden kind of. I I'm kind of John Gruden guy to be honest. I have to be a John Gruden guy. He's only only person only Bucks coach has won a Super Bowl, so I have really no choice but to be a John Gruden guy. Yeah. Yep. God damn, Josh Jacobs got 25 carries. Exactly. How many receptions did he have? You got that up on your I can screen. Get, I can get there for the uh, Saints though. Uh, that. Uh, he had four catches for forty six yards. Yeah, jeez. Even if he does, even if he has four catches a week, 
I don't care what kind of rushing numbers he has, Josh Jacobs, but it's going to be there. And four catches a week, that's perfect. Derek Take that all day. Definitely solid. Take it all day. We'll see, though. We'll see, though. All right, any other any other points you'd like to make this week? Any other takes we want to get out there? We'll cover more in the uh, pick and pod, which looks to be a, looks like we're gonna have us two and maybe one, if not two, more guests on this week, which I'm really excited about. I mean, we yeah, have a lot of fun, fun with those. Yeah. I think the people enjoy those too. We need the picks to go better, whether the, whether we they're need, winners or not. We need the picks to go better next. Yeah, week. we do. Otherwise, we're gonna have to take a short retirement. But we'll see. Listen, I think the thoughts. <laughs> I think the thought and the preparations there. It's just that it's you can't you can't be right with all these predictions with nothing to back them. Like you, you're just never going to be. No, it's the NFL stuff. The NFL, especially the NFL, especially when it's chalk. But I'm just like the <sighs> the publicly yes. the more publicly bet pick was. I don't remember the exact statistic, but it was very good this week. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if Blasco listens to this, but Blasco won our pick him with eleven eleven of how many games. 16. Oh, wait, he, did he pick the money? I don't, was, I don't even know what he, what he had with the Monday night games. There was a lot of publicly bet, publicly bet teams in there. I will give him that. But nonetheless, I, the was well, he, I, I told you I went through there. So of the, the 16 games, he bet 12 favorites. Yeah, that's probably why I did so bad is because I had all the fade the public teams. And, yeah. And he bet 12 favorites. And it didn't I, work. He missed on a couple of them, but it didn't. he made up for it when he didn't. I guess, but the overs were good. Yeah, the overs were overs were really good in the morning slate. I don't know. I don't know how they, they did. Ended in the up all right. They were, I think, six and or seven and three or seven and four maybe on the Sunday or something like that. I don't know. They were good. I'll just I'll just kind of wrap this this whole NFL section up here with just saying, uh, I hate the Chiefs. Man, they look good. Yeah, and they look good. The Chiefs are going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out this year. Yeah, the Ravens look good too, though. Yeah, the Ravens look really good too. Are the Texans just bad this year? Like, is yeah, that what's going on I here? think so. They're getting seven. They're get. Or they're I think their defense is going to have problems on the, at home. Yep. I think the defense will have problems. JJ Watt, though, come on, he's he's still good. See, that's my. <laughs> that's also my problem. Is I yeah, I, I live in the past a bit when it comes to uh, the NFL, but yep. Well, with that being said, we'll uh, wrap it up this week for the NFL and NCAA preview. Too bad we can't talk more college football. No, no, it's it's sad, but it's coming. It's, it's coming, coming, and that's all. Soon. Big we 10. got a positive minds looking forward. That's all we can say. But, all right, we'll wrap it up. Again, we're on Apple now, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, that's I, don't, I don't know how... Apparently, a lot of people will listen to podcasts on Spotify. I don't personally, but I don't know anyone that does. To be honest with you, like I, I don't know Parker was telling me the other day that there's a lot, but I'm definitely an Apple guy. Like yeah, I like same. when I click the link and it just opens my podcast app for me instead of like going to like Spotify.com. I just like click the link. Yeah, goes right to the app. It's yeah, perfect. But I like it too. So I'm glad to be back on Apple and. Uh, you know, keep sharing, keep giving it reviews. Again, I talked about this a little bit in Tuesday's episode, but reviews are what's going to help grow the channel the most, and that's free to do. So it takes like two seconds. Exactly. So I appreciate the five star reviews. If you guys could do that, much appreciated there. Again, we're on Twitter. Follow me at Melrose Media IC and Lance at Lance P Sports. 
other than that, we've got Patreon. Go check that out. We're going to get into more content, the exclusive stuff, later once we start getting more more uh, uh, differentiating the content a little bit. We're going to get more guests on. We're going to do some drunk, if you will. Drunk, I say I drunk. Meaning for, I can't to, wait for those. I can't wait to just get drunk and fire off takes. Well, yeah. I mean, not you know, it's not nothing to be... It's not like we're going to be belligerent. And drunk's the nice. bad word to honestly say, but tipsy sounds weird, so we just use the word drunk. So Have a few beers, just start spouting awesome takes about college football. Can't yeah. Wait. It's yep. my favorite thing in the world. So anyway, patreon.com slash Media. if you choose to support. Again, you could just support by donating a few bucks here and there, or you could sign up for the more exclusive content, which will be coming, as well as I look to get on YouTube here soon. So Melrose Media on YouTube as well. That's going to be coming, learning how to edit and get some different, um, you know, I want to get some graphics up there, be able to not just not just speak and show a little bit as well. Other than that, I don't have much news. Just make sure to, you know, give the reviews. And again, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate the questions I, I receive, whether it's people texting me, people asking questions. I look to... Get your guys' questions off Twitter a little bit more. Maybe even start up a Discord. If people, if that would grow traction, I would be definitely willing to do that. Get a little community going. Um, I know I'm getting like 30 listeners on average, maybe, but hey, that's not bad. Like we'll take that. Oh yeah, that's one I thought honestly. I mean, that's one I would have guessed. It's a place to start, man. Seventh overall podcast for sure. Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, we're going to keep pushing out that content for you guys. And with that being said, we'll kick it. We'll see you guys on, well, for us Thursday night. We'll see you guys on Friday night for the Pick and Pod. We'll see you guys later. Downfield, it's caught, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa! Touchdown, Iowa! Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith.